Welcome to the Mr. Real to Real podcast with Mike Kel Stevens, where I keep it all the way real to real. My adrenaline, how will I lose? Battlefield certified, I done paid dues. My adrenaline, my drive nonstop, street game battle test, spread my name block to block. My adrenaline, rise to the top, cornbread champion, cream of the crop. My adrenaline, pushes me around the clock, get dough, smoke crow, swagged out, top notch. Let's go 2023, I am here to blow the podcast game out the frame. Everything I speak, go to the gram, the top, the tube, and check my receipts. I'm cashing in, 25 years, blood, set, tears. I went from mug shots to head shots. I'm talking about supermax to set. Peace and love, peace and love, peace and love around the globe. This is Michael Stevens, a.k.a. Mr. Real to Real, and you are now in Season 1, Episode 2 of the Mr. Real to Real podcast, the biggest and baddest podcast that's here to take over 2023. It is going down. I hope everyone is well. Well, if you're alive and you're listening, you're well. I keep telling you all that. Stay optimistic. Stay focused, stay on point, stay driven. I mean, everything, everything, everything. Um, everything is well right now. Uh, this is, like I said, episode two. Podcast is doing very, very well. I'm here to let everybody know that um, the Mr. Real to Real podcast has made history already. We are in now day 17. No, we're in day 18. And we are now at 300 downloads for the Mr. Real to Real show. That is amazing. No backing, self-made, no ads. We're just going off the muscle, and it's working out. Because the Mr. Real to Real podcast is about keeping it real. That's what we do here. So people crave the real. And I'm going to give you the real. Every week, you're going to get inspirational stories. You are going to get untold stories. You're going to hear things that you've never heard before. And you're going to be inspired. That's the bottom line. Like I said, if you like real, then you're in the right place. Again, we have made history out the gates. Mr. Real to Real Podcast is top 25 in the world, in the world right now. We're going to keep it going, and I appreciate all of you that's there with us and everybody that's going. Today is a great show. Um, it's a lot going on today. Um, I'm just overwhelmed with everything going on right now. So the newest news I have to give y'all is my man... Lewis Powell, he is an actor, he's a director. My man, he's from D.C. And, um, and I met him in the Lamarck Park area. Um, he used to work at the New Millennium Barbershop, which is on Crenshaw. And, you know, when we met, he had a, uh, he had a couple of projects out. Um, one was with Hits. Some of y'all remember Hits from BET. Uh, he was a funny comedian, funny, funny, funny comedian. Actually, he did a lot of work right outside this building. Like, I'm literally, like, right out here. He was on Crenshaw doing his thing. So... There was a brother, like I said, named Lewis Powell, and we just connected. And um, Lewis was an actor, and we ended up doing a couple of projects together in the Lamarck Park area that did very, 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 very well. So recently, Lewis and I connected, and um, we did a video, and I also did casting on the video for a rapper by the name of LaRussell. That name, LaRussell. So he has a video called Dollar to the Rich. And on my belly anniversary, this was insane. I got this news on March 6th 
the day of my belly anniversary shooting my scene in belly in 1998, 25 years ago, I got the news. Lewis put up a post about the video and we did work. We got busy. Shout out to the Russell. Shout out to Lou. I mean, that it just touched my heart to know that. And let me let y'all know exactly what we what we actually accomplished so you can understand the magnitude of this project. So so again, uh, the rapper, his name is LaRussell, and he is from the Bay Area, and he's really, really cool. Like, we was able to kick it. You know, we met everything. And um, like I said, I did casting on the video, and I was also a cast member. So let me tell you what this video did exactly. So Lewis put up. On the 6th, the post reads for this project, and you're going to be blown away. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just blown away. So here it is. Service through art. Finished out our music video short film festival journey. Nothing but gratitude. Complimenting with 15 wins. Best music video. 29 official selections. Grateful for this incredible experience to create art and grateful to all the film festivals creating such unforgettable memories. We know how hard you work. And most of all, big thanks to our talented cast and crew for bringing to life a work that sheds light on mental health and change. Mental health and change. Y'all need to check that out. So again, it's called Dollar to the Rich. Shout out to my man, Russell. Shout out to my man, Lewis Powell. And and it's crazy because um, we shot Lewis Powell's joint. Let me let me show you. I can't even move on without even disrespecting my man like like that because y'all don't don't realize this, man. I've been doing twenty five years of film, TV, and commercial, and I used to remember everything. I mean, soon as you say a film, I'm like yeah, it is. But now, man, you know what? I got so much under my under my belt. It's just like, but I'm, I'm gonna let you know the film that we actually shot right here in this area. In Lamarck Park. It was a beautiful film. And the name of the film is called, yo, Lou, you got mad work, son. I'm looking for you. Yo, Lou, what are you doing? Yo, I'm on Lou's IMDb right now. And I'm like scrolling for days looking for our project. Mm-mm-mm. It's called How to Build a Rapper. Shout out to Lewis Powell, How to Build a Rapper. That's We shot it right in the Merck Park. Well, we shot it all over, but we shot it at Project Blow, and we shot, um, man, we shot everywhere. We shot Project Blow. We shot right right, right down the block. Um, man, it was just incredible. Like, so that's, so Lewis Powell, shout out to him. Y'all check out How to Build a Rapper. Your man Mike Hell's in that playing the Mad Rapper. It's just amazing. So that's what we're starting out with, letting y'all know that we have a great show. It's, we got the 8th through the 15th. Today, I will be talking about the 8th through the 15th, March 8th through the 15th. Remember, the Mr. Real the Real Show constantly, constantly deals with chronicles. I'm telling you, my chronicles, my check stuff, my keepsakes, my call sheets, everything. I'm just keeping you on it because I want you to be inspired and I want you to know an incredible story because this, this story is, is incredible and it's, it's just an incredible story and you have to understand that. So, and this episode, we're going to talk about Oz. We're going to talk about my first day and my last day on the set of the movie Oz. That's going to be an incredible untold story. And we're also going to talk about my favorite joint, Entourage. We got two big things on this episode to talk about. We got Entourage and we have 
Oz. These two projects were very monumental to my career, and I'm going to tell you why. When I saw Entourage, it made me realize, yo, when I worked on Entourage, because I, I watched it the first season, but when I worked on it, I can't remember what season it was. It was really deep in it. And um, and I basically, when I worked on the, on the Entourage, it just made me go, yo, I can do a TV series. Like, they're working with them, hanging out with them for the whole week. And I worked on an episode called Four, and I worked with Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, I told him straight up to his face. I was like, yo, Tom, a Giants fan of heart, but I love you because you got mad heart. And he was like, yo, he, he, we dapped up, we took a flick, all that. But Entourage was really important to me because it made me realize, Michael, you are your own entourage, and you can do your own entourage in, a, in like an urban way. And I was like, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. And also Oz was a heartbreaking moment for me in two, in two, in 2000. So this is going to be an incredible episode. And I also have some nice check stubs from one of my commercials. I did a couple overseas commercials. Yeah. Y'all didn't know that I did Super Bowl commercials and overseas commercials. And, um, and I have some, some check stubs and I'm going to share, I'm going to share with y'all. And the reason I share these check stubs is to let you people know what I've done and what you can do, because now the game is like, you can make five times or 10 times more than what I, than what I made. But I'm just sharing with you because you can be inspired because this is, these are some incredible check, check stubs. I mean, to work for Nike, man, like that's just insane. Like y'all just don't get it. I mean, look, look, look at this right here. It says Nike UK overseas. Ooh, your boy getting overseas money. What? We international with it. Yo, shout out to the Netherlands. Shout out to my man. Deanna, director, wifey, man. Yo, not Netherlands. Stay, keep, it, keep it abroad, man, for real. So, yo, we're going to get into this. And this is a great episode. So I think we should start off with Entourage. Because, yeah, that, that was really, really a good, a, a good project. So what happened with Entourage was um, Central, Central Casting called me. And they were like, hey, hey, man, we want you to work on this, you know, on the show. It's going to be a... Um, a celebrity, a celebrity, uh, it was like an autism. So it was like a, they mocked like a celebrity golf event. And it was like, we were all in this golf, um, you know, attire. Let me, let me see what I have in here. Yeah, I was a golfer. Yeah, that's what it says on my, um, says on my uh, voucher there from Central Casting. It says I was a. Uh, and, and look, th th this is stuff that's coming out. You guys are seeing exclusive. Some of these envelopes I haven't even been in. Yeah, these are my vouchers and my check stub. And what's this right here? Oh, look at this. What do we have? Autism Now, third annual Celebrity Golf Classic. See, guys, you, you, you got to keep your, your keepsakes. So this is from the set of four. Yeah, man, on Entourage. Yo, what up? Shout out to this episode four. And um, this is a keep keepsake. This is the kind of stuff you have to keep from set because, you know, it's just about, it's about that. So um, I was cast as a golfer, but it was like a celebrity um, golf, a golf event for like rappers and ball players and everything. So I remember being cast and, um, and once it was a four-day call, I was like, what, a four-day call? I think it was a five-day call. Yeah, let's see. Let's see here. One, one check stub. Let's see. Two. Let's see. Three. Three vouchers. So it was a three-day call because here's three vouchers and here's three check stubs. So it was a great job. Um, 
got to meet Tom Brady. You know, I was on set doing my um doing my thing. Actually, the, the director liked me because he actually gave me a golf club, and he told me I'm gonna open the scene up on you, and I want you to sell this golf club. So I'm, I'm up in the scene telling my man Dion, I'm like, yo, Dion, you see this? This is the new light. You know, I'm selling the club like I'm holding it up, and you know, I'm doing my thing with it. And and then Dion's like, yeah. He's looking at it like, okay, I see it, I see it. I'm like, yeah, bro. And the director was like, you nailed it. So y'all check out four entourage, your boy getting that background on, that feature background. Yes, son, that's that feature background. So um, I, I loved it. But it was a great episode, like I said, and it also inspired me because when I saw that episode, I, when, when I first watched Entourage in the first season, I, I loved it. I was like, yo, this, this is dope. And I was like, yo, I, I can do one of these because I just do like, it'd be like me. Like, I'll be like, I'll be like Adrian. So it really inspired me, like, when I saw it. But to work on the show and to really see how easy and how much fun they shot a cable TV show. They were having fun. You know, these dudes are shooting a cable TV show having fun. Like, Turtle, um, whatever the cast is, all of them. I took flicks with everybody. Like, we was, we was keeping it 100. I told them from New York. You know, we was doing all that. But they literally were having fun. And I'm like, yo... These dudes are shooting an HBO TV show, and they're having fun, and they're laughing, and they're forgetting their lines, and like, so what? And they're like, I do it again. And I mean, I'm just like, yo, this is insane. So that was really, really powerful, and, and getting to meet Mark Wahlberg and like taking a flick with him, you know, dapping it up with him, and just like, it was, it was just official because I'm gonna keep it all the way G, G with y'all, because you know, on the Mr. Real, the Real Show, we keep it all the way G. I'm from New York. And I'm straight goon squad, you know what I mean? So all, all my mans is goon squad. And um, a couple of my mans was getting, was getting money in Boston. And I remember them, like, being cool with, with some real cool white dudes, like, you know, like just like Mark Wahlberg and them. And I remember that. And I remember going up there one time, and it was and it was cool. I don't, I don't know why y'all say Boston is racist. It's not racist. They just don't like punks. Like, you know, that's what it's about. It's about riders and punks. And if you're a punk, they're going to hate you everywhere. If you're a rider, you're good. So Boston ain't racist. It's just racist against punks. That's all. Remember, Mr. Real the Real told you that. So, yeah, man. Entourage, that that actual shoot really meant a lot to me. And and it was and it was really, really dope. And it was really great to see people that can take a true story. Well, even if it's not a true story, the whole entourage thing is supposed to be through the eyes of Mark Wahlberg, supposedly. Just, just like Survivor's Remorse is supposedly be like Bron Bron. If y'all haven't seen Survivor's Remorse, y'all better get up, get up on that. That's my man, Bron Bron. Uh, oh, speaking of Bron Bron, they made it to the play-in. Shout out to the Lakers, baby. Shout out to my squad. It is now, what is this? It is March 9th, and the Lakers are now in the play-in. Shout out to my man, AD. Shout out to Bron Bron. Shout out to my second home. Yeah, because, you know, down south used to be my second home. But I, I've been out here for a long time, and, and Cali done did me right. So now Cali's my second home. So shout-out to my second home, man. Killer Cali, man. I'm so proud of Lakers right now. You know, I'm Laker Nation for real, man, because it's Bron Bron, man. I've always been down with Magic and, you know, all them. But Bron Bron, man, that's, that's it. I don't know why y'all be hating on Bron Bron, but I got something for y'all coming up when I tell y'all about that, uh, when that show comes up, when I did that commercial chalk. Which was drawn, which is LeBron's first commercial, and that's gonna be a great episode. But back to Entourage, like I said, man, shout out to Mark Wahlberg, shout out to the whole Entourage team, shout out to HBO, man. I had a great time, and you guys inspired me and put me on the right on the right track. 
And um and yeah, y'all yeah, man, Entourage was just was just like the best man. So y'all watch all those seasons. They're really really good seasons. And um and yeah, man, that's that's what it is. So man, I'm really like this 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 next this next uh part, man. This is really gonna. This is one of my biggest un- untold stories ever, man. This whole Oz, this whole Oz job, man. Like my first day and my last day, yo. <laughs> yo, listen, y'all. On this show, I'm gonna teach y'all the right things and the wrong things to do. Like this is about going on set and behaving well and letting things happen the way they happen. And you gotta hold hold your head because now I look back on this situation. And yes, it's one of my regrets. It's definitely one of my regrets. But I was pushed into this situation. It was just, man, wait till y'all hear this, man. This is gonna make this is this is this is the biggest untold story I probably think of all the untold stories. So, without no further ado, Mr. Real Real Show, let's get into the Mr. Real Real. Okay. So your man Mike Kell, Mr. Real Real. Is running around New York. This is like 98. I don't, this is like nine. Let me see. When was it? 99. Yeah, this actually was in 2000. It reads 2000. So 315, 2000. Check out what happened to your man. So before that, I'm running around New York and I went to an open call for a casting company called Sylvia Fay Casting. Shout out to Sylvia Faye. Thank you for everything you did for me. Shout out to my man Lee. Thank you for everything you did. So they had open calls that were in like uh, where you would actually meet them at like a, it used to be on the east side of New York and they used to have them in these like big churches and the basement was like super big for like, you could have basketball. I don't know. It was just like a big, big underground east side church in, in New York. Like one of those big cathedrals where like, the news comes on Easter and, you know, you know, one, one of those big places. So anyway, they would rent out the basement and you would come in there and they would have this table where they would stand. You would walk and they would come up to this table. You would hand them your headshot and your resume and they would look at it and they would look at you and it would say, oh, so Dion, you see you've been working on some. And they would look at your resume and say, oh, Dion, you're working on some great projects here and this is amazing. And they'd be like, okay, well, we'll call you. And they like they look you up and down and you go, all right, thank you. And then you leave. So at this time, I was running around New York with um with this, like, I had the I I took my best three by five photo. And I had four of them. And I put four of them on a paper, just regular three by five. I, I didn't do I didn't do a, a photo photo shoot at this at this time. And um and I actually used to I used that as a master and I and I got it printed at a really expensive print house. And then I would go get cheap copies, like dollar copies burnt off of that, like of that, like master. And I would take that master and I would just, like I said, use, use that as my headshot and resume. So I, I get up to the table. So Lee looks at, he, he looks at my, he, gra- he grabs my resume. This is Lee from Sylvia Fett. He looks at my resume and he goes, he turns it around and he, well, he looks at my pictures and he's, and he goes, he looks at my resume and he says, Mikel, you you working on? I see you working. You know you need to get a headshot. You don't even have a headshot. So he just embarrasses me in front of the whole casting call. He's like, so everybody's looking like, and I'm like, what do you mean I don't have a headshot? He's like, you need a headshot in the, in this in this business. 
So I told him, I said, so you mean to tell me that if somebody's talented, you overlook their talent because they need a, a headshot? And he's like, well, you need a headshot. Why don't you have a every Every actor has a, head, has, a, has, has a headshot. All these guys have a headshot. So he pointed to some of the people. And I'm like, so I had to come at him. So this is how Mr. Real the Real handled the situation. I said, let me tell you something, Lee. I said, man, I live in Long Island. I got kids. Yo, I just came home from prison. I ain't got no money for no headshot or for no photo shoot. What I got is talent. My, my money goes into the tank for oil to keep my family warm. I ain't worrying about no headshot, man. So you know what, man? F you, F all this. And I bounced. Walked out on him. Like, man, I'm out of here. Don't disrespect me like that about no picture. So that's how I went down with him. I wasn't even dealing with him. So all of a sudden, I don't know, a week or two later, might have been a month or two later. I can't even remember. But my mom, once again, coming to my room, knocking in the basement. Yo, Michael, somebody on the phone for you. I'm like, Ma, if it's, if, it's, if it's your line, you know it's not. I, that means take a message. She's like, no, they need to talk to you now. And I'm like, what? She said, it said it's important. So I grabbed the phone, and I'm like, hello? And he said, hey, hey, Michael, this is Lee from Sylvia Faye. I, I was, yo, I was about to push the button. It was a cordless phone. I remember about to turn it off, but the volume was so high on it. I remember hearing him say, please, please, please don't hang up. And I didn't hang, I got the phone. I was like, yeah, man, what, yeah, man, what's up? And he said, I apologize for what happened at the open call, but I need your, I need, I need your help. I'm like, you need my help. He said, I just got my ass chewed out by Tom Fontana or Mr. Fontana. So I'm like, what? He's like, do you know who that is? I'm like, nah. He's like, well, he's the person that owns HBO. I said, all right. He said, well, look, they have a new show called Oz. And he wants the baddest badasses in New York on that show. So I told him about you. And I told him about what happened with us. And he laughed. He laughed out loud. <laughs> and he said, I love him. And he's giving you a part on the television show. So you need to report tomorrow morning to set. And you're on HBO. You're going to be an M-City gangster. I said, what? He said, welcome to the big leagues. You got a part on HBO. I said, damn, thank you, Lee. He said, no, thank yourself. Hung up the phone. I was like, wow. Well, I got the, I got the details, hung up the phone. So now, here's how I went down. I was so geeked, and I didn't want to miss nothing. Like I was like, yo, that shit had me like just going crazy. I was like, yo, this is, this is it. So I said, you know what, man? I went that night. I got the set, like, I had to be there. I don't know, like, 7 in the morning. I got there, like, 4 in the morning. And I was, like, hiding, like, uh, like about a few blocks away, like, on somebody's stoop, just sitting there, like, just sitting there. I was just shocked. Like, I didn't want to be late. So, finally, I go to, I go to set. So, now I walk into the, to the building. Now, here's what's bugged out. I walk into the building, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, uh, 
I'm here for, oh, come on. You know I got the call sheet, baby. This is Mike Kel, baby. Come on. I had to get it on the way out. Ooh, there it go. There it go. There go that call sheet. What? I kept it all this time. Let me tell you why I kept it. And I snatched this on the way out. So some of y'all can see this and some of y'all can't. Because some of y'all going to be viewing this on YouTube. Some of y'all going to be doing this on. So check out what happened. I walk in the set. I'm like, yeah, my name is Mike Kell. Because cause back, cause back then, I was, you know, I was Mike Kell Saheed 7 un, until 9-11. <laughs> so I had to chill. I had to go back to my Stevens. You know, I ain't with none of that. I ain't with none of that. Uh-uh, I ain't with none of that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So I was Mike Kell Saheed 7 at the time. That was my rap name because a lot, a, lot, a lot, oh yeah, a lot of y'all been talking to me about yo. I keep search searching for you, and music comes up. Ah uh, yeah, well, I well I rap too, and it's a lot of things that I do. So yeah, that's my music. But um, so I was I was, I was Mike Kelsey, he's seven, and um, so check out what happened. So now I walk into set. Now let me give you a backstory on what's going on. This is episode four, I think, and they have had problems. Episode one, two, and three. So they are fed up with, with like background and all this nonsense going on. People running, people touching hot sets. What a hot set is, people is when they leave it in a way where they just, they have to come back and shoot, and then you come and touch it, and you just messed up a hot set. So it's it's like some of y'all that's watching my show on YouTube, you you, you see these hats up up here. Like imagine like somebody coming in here when I take a break and they move them around, and then I come back to shoot, and now it's messed up. So that's a hot set. So anyway. It's kind of like tense, and I don't, I don't know any of this. So here I come to holding, and I'm like, yeah, my name is, you know what I'm saying, Michael Saheed 7. So the dude's looking on the list. He's like, um, I don't see you. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, they called me last night. You know, Lee said Mr. Fontana, and he's smirking. When I said Fontana, he's smirking like, <laughs> like, okay. I'm like, yeah, man, they called me. Like, told me to be here. So at this time in, like, New York, people were crashing the set. So basically, like, like if Dion, if my man Dion gets 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 a phone call and he's like, "Yo, I can't work on this set," but he knows the info, he'll pass it off to his roommate, me. Like, "Yo, bro, you should you should go you should go to this set." So sometimes you crash set and they're like, "Well, I don't have your name on the list, but okay, we will just come on, just come on in and they just give you a voucher." That's that's how it was back in the day. Now it's like trying to go in the damn ATF DEA building. Like you can't get on set like just floating. But um, but yeah, so at the time you can, you can do that. Or you couldn't because some sometimes they would call in on you like, oh, who's this guy? And they would just box you in. And that's when dudes would turn into, I'm sorry. I'm just so thirsty. I'm trying to work. Please don't send me. Please, please don't send me home. Please, please. I done seen it all, man. These, these dudes are like, yo, I was looking. Just, you don't beg them people. They send you home, you get sent home. It's like when they put the lights on, just pull over. So what? So what? You got an open container. So what you blazing? Just tell them you're sorry. They, I'm sorry. I'll never do it again, please. Please. Anyway, so on set, I'm sitting there like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, they, they invited me, man. So this dude's like, I'm sorry, you're not on the list. And this, this dude, he went from nice PA to like, look, buddy, your name is not on the list. So everybody's laughing and holding it, looking like, ah, he tried to crash the dead. He got buddy. <laughs> Sorry, thug. You know, because they, they, they always know you're, you're a thug. So when you walk in, it's like, you didn't go to drama school. You one of them thugs that got on. They always know. They look at you like, mm. I went to high school of performing arts, and I have a degree in acting. So I don't appreciate guys like you that just come, think you can just do anything you want to do. 
And I'm like, well, first of all, dude, I only want to do thug work and goon work, and you're not it. So get out of my face right now before I Mike Tyson you or some crazy something. So anyway, yeah, y'all don't understand. Mr. Mr. Real the Real has several alter, 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 alter egos, and one of them is Crazy Man, so you don't want to see Crazy Man. All right. So now I'm telling this guy, yo, man, look, I'm on the list. They called me. He's like, well, I don't see your name. You're going to have to leave. So something said, Michael, ask him, can you see the list? So I said, excuse me, man. Can I take a look at that? He's like, yeah, look here. As soon as I look at it, what do I see? My name. Right, right, right there. Michael Saheed 7. So I'm like, dude, it's right here, man. My name's right here. And this guy almost faints he's like oh i'm sorry sir i'm like what the fuck sir he's like i'm so i'm so sorry um um i apologize and i'm like yo chill out and i'm like yo he's really like hyperventilating right now and this dude is tripping on me like i'm apologize he's just bawling like sorry so the reason why was because he was looking for my name on the call sheet with the background actors I wasn't there. I was with the principals. So he's looking on one side of the page and it's not even there. Of course it's not there because it's on the other side of the page. So he does, he has no clue. So when he finally, when he finally realizes it, he's bugging out. But see, I'm wet behind the ears now. I'm new to the business. I don't know I'm principal. I'm just happy to be here. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm just carrying one furniture, carry some furniture. What you want me to what? Shine shoes? I don't give a fuck. I'm just here. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, don't know what, I have no clue what's going on right now. And he's tripping. And I'm just like, because he disrespected the principal. You don't disrespect principal actors, boy. You don't do that, PA. But I don't know that yet because I'm still wet behind the ears. I'm new to the business. I have no clue what's going on. I just know that this guy's tripping because I can read people. And this guy's bugging out right now. And this guy's being super apologetic to me. And I don't know what the hell's going on right now. So I just go. He takes me to a place that's not the regular holding. But I still don't get it, get it yet. Because the other guys that were laughing at me, I didn't sit around them. He took me somewhere else. So I'm sitting there. And I'm like, okay. So he says, all right, they're they ready. They're ready for you on set. Well, I had to go to wardrobe and all that shit. So I'm, I'm finally getting on. I'm getting on set. So as soon as I come on set, people are looking at me funny. I'm looking at them funny. I'm like, you ain't never been locked up before. I can tell, I can tell by, the, by the way you standing, you ain't been locked, locked up before. So we, we all on set. And we just looking around at each other like, and, I, and I'm like, these dudes ain't never, ain't never been locked up. I, I, I can tell dudes that have been locked, locked up. And I ain't talking about y'all guys that go to jail. Because let me get one thing straight in Mr. Real the Real show right now. You go to jail and you go to prison. It's a big difference. See, going to jail, you can have a roommate and you, and you, and you move out and you take the TV. And now he going, I'm going to lock your money. You get locked up. You go to jail. So you ain't even, you don't get no time. You can go to jail. Anybody can go to jail. But prison is different. So I, I, I know dudes that have been behind the fences. And I'm, I'm saying it's not hard to tell. So I knew these dudes wasn't. So I was like, you know what? I ain't even vibing on this. So I go into the corner and I start lifting, lift, lifting some weights. I start working out like, okay, they got weights on here. The weights look good. I'm working out with the weights. So all of a sudden in my peripheral, I see somebody stand, staring at me. So he's staring at me and I'm staring at him like, what is he looking at? So I'm just working out like whatever. So I see him coming towards me. So he comes towards me. I never forget it. He, he, he said, what are you doing on set? And I'm like, first of all, I'm saying in my mind at this point, like, why the fuck he talking to me like that? Like, he got to change his tone up. So I'm like, but I'm cool. I said, they told me to come to set from that thing, um, the holding thing where you, where, you, where you sign in at. 
And he said, nah, 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 nah. Who told you to come? I said, the person, the God, the God that signs you. And you know, you know, the little, the, you know, the little, the little dude. So he's looking at me like, what? He's like, look, go back to holding now. So I'm like, yo, who you talking to? Like, what you mean go back to holding now? I'm like, nah, they told me to come here. They told me to come here. He said, no. I remember, I remember he said it clearly. I remember, I never forget this. He said, this scene is for M City gangsters only. You're Oz. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm, M- I'm an M City gangster. I seen it on that paper. And he laughed in my face. This dude was like, <laughs> he laughed in my face and told me to go back to holding. So now, some of y'all don't know this because you're not in the entertainment business, but when you come on set, there's cast and there's crew. And the crew's a family. And the crew's a gang. And the crew's a posse. And the crew will come to bat for crew against cast in a heartbeat. So now, guys big like Dion, the director is walking up like, yo, what's up, Ted? You got a problem? What's going on, son? They like, they, they, they trying to score some points with this dude because he's, he's apparently the boss. He's like a director or something. So now he has an entourage with him like, what's popping? What's up, homeboy? You want some, homeboy? You want some of this, homeboy? I'm like, yo, look, man. So I'm trying to settle the situation. And they telling me, go back to holding. I'm like, nah, I ain't supposed to go back to holding. Then the Muslim brother, the actor, the dark-skinned dude, he, 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 he comes up. And I'm like, yes, I'm saved. And I'm like, brother, yo, brother, I need your help. Like, you know, I come to get him to bail, bail me out. He looked at me like, brother, what? He's like, yo, bro, we, we might be bros in Harlem, but right, but right now, bro, I, I, I can't help you. I'm like, bro, they, they violating. He's like, I can't help you. Yo, I had to eat that, yo. So here I go walking back to holding, pissed, disrespected to the max. So I get back to holding area because it was, it was two separate ones where I signed in that and they put me somewhere else, but it was still like all in the same, you know, hook, hook up. So I go over there and this dude yells at me and says, man, what did you do on set? They told me to sign you out and send you out now. I'm like, what you mean? What I do? I ain't do nothing. Like they, I just did what you told me to do. He was like, man, look, I don't know what's going on, but they said, if you don't leave now to call the police, I'm like, what? Like, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. So now I'm like, yo. So he signed me out and something told me on the way out. I snatched this call sheet on the way out. I snatched the call sheet. And right here, man, it says M-City Gangsters. And it's only two of us. A brother by the name of Richardson Dessel or Diesel and Michael Saheed. Right here. And the rest of it is nothing but all kind of other. This, is, this was a real scene right here. And it went down. So I snatched this on the way out. So I walk outside and I go to the phone phone booth because this is back when they had phone booths. You had pagers and phone and phone booths. And I go to the phone booth and I call Sylvia Faye Caston and I ask for Lee. And all it was was him. What the hell did you just do? I didn't do nothing. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I'm telling you, no, it was this is what happened. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. And all I remember was being in the middle of Manhattan at that phone booth and him screaming at me and hanging up in my face. 
You know, I remember hanging that phone up. And I was just like, yo, man, I can't do nothing, right? Like, what did I do? I didn't do nothing. And it was just, man, it was tragic, man. It was a fucking tragic moment, man. And I remember being at that phone booth, man. Just just falling to the ground, man. And people was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. I'm not okay now. Because that was an injustice. And I got violated. And that's part of the Mr. Real The Real Show. I'm coming for y'all. All of y'all. Everybody. Everybody. If you want 100, you good. You violate it, you getting it. It's going down. Mr. Real The Real Show is the realest podcast in 2023. I'm coming with real stories, coming with the realest, man. And this is no joke. And that was one of the realest moments in my career, early in my career. And that shit broke me down, and i never forget it. They sent me home for something I did not do. Word. And that's how it goes, man. And like I said, right now, it's triggering, you know, a lot of emotion. A lot of emotion. Because the Mr. Real, the Real Show is all the way 100. And those of y'all that's going to be viewing this video, you, you're going you're gonna to see it. Those of y'all that's hearing it, well, you probably hear it too. But, yeah, it's it's, it's touching me right, right now. So... But yeah, man, that was that was that was an incredible moment. And that was on the set of Oz, man. So yeah, man, that was insane. Man, man, these Mr. Real to Real stories on the Mr. Real to Real podcast are real to real. Whew. So let's get into the best part. Let's get into some check stubs and some keepsakes. Check stubs and keepsakes. So, what did we do? Sunday, March 8th at 12.30 p.m., I was at Staples Center watching the Clippers versus the Lakers. Ooh. This this right here was a good game. LeBron took over. And this game was actually in 2020. So, on Sunday, March 8th, 2020, I was at the Clippers versus the Lakers, and I got interviewed, and I told them the Lakers was going to win it that, that year, and they actually won it that year. That was a good moment. So what do we have here? So we have a commercial. So I was Magic Johnson's body double on this Onward commercial. Um, I was his body double in a stand-in, and it was a commercial for Onward, and it was for uh, ESPN, and it was for Disney. And uh, it was uh, actually, you know, uh, the movie. We shot it at Staples Center, and I was, um, and this is the check stub from it right here. It says, for my fitting and for double time and my travel expenses. And here is the check stub from that right here. I know y'all slicks. I got to move it around on y'all because I don't want y'all. I didn't mark out nothing. I don't want y'all getting it. But this 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 was actually a great, great check because, um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Y'all got to get, get, your, get your game on. Um, now we're going to lead into some Nike commercials. So I did the commercial for Nike, and right now we have a Whedon and Kennedy, or a Wyden and Kennedy, and this commercial was for Throwdown. Yeah, this was, this was a good one. So for Nike on the Throwdown commercial, man, look at this. Wow, man. Hey, listen, y'all, get y'all game on and get into commercials, man, for real, because I miss these checks. I miss this check right here. 
$2,434. Wow. That's dope. What do we have here? Nike UK overseas, $1,654. What do we have here on this one? $1,096. Hmm. Yo, these residuals were, were really, really good, man. And, and you guys really get into commercials. Another one. $1,906.23. This one right here. Same one. Man, this is like I missed I missed these commercials. Man, these these commercial days were were like phenomenal. Those are the same two. What do we have here? Wow. Wow. $2,140. Wow. Residual. These are all residuals. These are just checks. Once you do a principal commercial, these are just stubs that are all 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 the residuals. And you need to book a commercial because I need to book another commercial. But you know what? They're not easy to get. So when you get them, you get them. And when you don't, you don't. Look at this one. Oh, my goodness. $4,413. What? Yo, this is crazy. Yo, word. Look, I'm going I'm to I'm fold it. I'm going I'm, I'm to show y'all. Look at that shit. That's four, four, four grand, yo. Yo, that's wild. That's wild, B. Wow, I'm, that's crazy. I don't live it no more anyway. So y'all, so y'all good. But um, yeah, man, this this is amazing. These checks are amazing. Two thousand. What's this one right here? Oh my God, another four thousand dollar check. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I'm only sharing these with you guys to inspire y'all. Because it, because you know, I also worked for for seven twenty five an hour too. Yeah, I worked for seven twenty five an hour at the temp at the temp agency, and it was just so. Even though you see all this, doesn't mean anything. So, um, like I said, man, I'm I'm here to inspire you weekly. I'm here to give you um all those things that that, that you need. Um, you know, street smarts. I'm here to just man, I, I want us to all. Please, man, live healthy, live happy, and let's get this paper. But nah, the Mr. Real the Real podcast is here to take over the game. The realest stories, the realest untold stories, the um just actual facts, man. Actual facts. And you know, I'm just a four time felon that took an opportunity in ninety seven and I, I ran away with it. You know, I straight up ran ran away with it. And I want y'all to understand that. I took that one opportunity, and that's what y'all need to do, man. Realize, like, because people say, I want, I, want, I want to be an actor. Well, it takes a lot to be an actor. You have to be dedicated, fully dedicated. Like, you just can't jump into this and think it's going to happen over, overnight. And then it can happen overnight. I mean, there are people that have come to L.A. or New York or wherever, and they've made it in a matter of seconds or minutes. They made it overnight, but that percentile is so small. The percentile of people that grind and really, really went hard and really stayed focused—it's you know—it take it takes a second, and but the payoff is amazing. Like I was just watching uh, the guy from the Goonies. Um, he um, he just won an Oscar for an Emmy, I think. For um, I'm not sure because the Oscars is this Sunday. He won an Emmy, or no, he won a SAG award. 
and he was just saying like, you know, stay focused. And he, it took him a while. Like he was a child star, but then he had this long time. He didn't book anything. So it was just like, he was just saying like, stay focused, stay focused. And it's, it's like, it's really, really like the truth. Just, you gotta just stay focused because I have sat back and been in this game from 97. I remember when dudes in 97 thought they was so cool, but they were so timid. They were so corny. Like, I mean, I remember dudes, man, like, they try to flex now. They try to act cool now, but you was corny, bro. You you learned your swag from watching dudes like me, from watching dudes like me and and me. And now you fly? Nah, you not fly. Because, see, you, you, you have pre-entertainment and you have post-entertainment. A lot of you dudes pre-entertainment, you was lames, man. Y'all ain't got no street stripes and you ain't got no receipts. None. You have zero street stripes and zero receipts. So trying to flex is whack, man, because it's just a whack flex. And I already seen it, man. Like I said, I remember this one time. This yo, wait till y'all understand the whistleblows that go down on this show, because there's people that's gonna get it. I remember this one director. He think he fly now. Yeah, I don't. I don't work for him too. And and yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna come out. So this dude was wearing lawyer sneakers. So what I mean by lawyer sneakers is I'm from New York. There's certain sneakers you just don't rock. That's it. You just don't rock them. Like, just they, you, get, you get snapped on from here to L.A., and that's from New York. So you just don't do it. Like, when we used to go buy Wallabies and, like, you know, Rockports and all that, they sell sneakers in there, but I never buy those sneakers. I remember one time I had one of my, one of my um, gunners with me, and, um, and we was in the store. I was buying some some some, some like clocks, and I remember him saying, "Yo, yo, look 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 at these." And I looked at him. I was like, "Man, nobody buying them sneakers, man. You crazy? Those lawyer sneakers." So a lot of these dudes in entertainment business, y'all was timid, man. Y'all was rocking lawyer sneakers. Y'all was corny dudes, straight on set. Yo, this one dude think he all like. I got pictures of him sleep on set. Like nigga was not. Yo, if they if they got to come come get you to tell you to wake up somebody else. That's bad, bro. That's bad. That's bad. So don't be flexing like y'all businessmen. All you know, this one dude gave him a picture. Yo, dude, gonna go and use the picture professionally. I gave it to him personally, and then credit somebody else for the photo. Like you, crazy boy. You think you ain't gonna get it? Come on, man. I'm coming for all y'all, bro. Coming for all y'all. Y'all getting it? All the biters. All the swagger jackers. I'm sorry, man. It's just, just time, man. You got to pay. Like It's like I had to pay for a lot of things I did in life. Well, guess what? Your ass going to have to pay for the shit that you did in life. And one of them was fucking with me. Because I ain't the one, B. At all. 0.0. I'm not him. See, y'all know me as Mr. Real to Real, the entertainer, the actor. But I'm Mr. Real to Real, the goon. The G, the hustler, the money getter. Y'all listen to all this hip hop. Y'all listen to Rick Ross and all that and get hyped and get real. Man, come on, man. I did that, bro. I did that. Me and my mans in them, we did that. Shout out South Cackalack. My man Lucky, my man KC, my man Tyon, man Lester. Come on, man. My man, don't even make me get started. My man Ray Ray. Come on, man. My man Rob, rest in peace. My man Supreme, 
Come on, man. Y'all don't, y'all don't want this, man. This paid them full BMF all that all day, right here, all day, every day. Shout out to everybody. 48, my man Monk. Come on, man. Y'all already know. What's up, Monk? What's up? What's up, big man? What's up, Gino? Y'all already know, man, how we do this. This is real. What's up, Sean? It's all real, man. I'm telling you, the Street Stripes is official. Straight Stripes is official. And my man, Randy, I love you, baby. Yo, Randy, good looking, man. You held me down for real, for real. Yo, Mont, tell Randy I said what up, man. And um, the whole Metro, man, y'all already know what it is, man. South South Cacalac to the death, man. Michael, SC Boys, man. SCDC 178186. Word up. When y'all was on the college campus, I was outside. For real. It's real this way, man. So I'm telling y'all, man, I'm cashing in 25 years. Blood, set, tears, man. This entertainment game has been no joke. And I've loved every minute of it. And now it's time to get mine. For real. So this right here is going to be the biggest podcast of 2023. We going in the top 20, top 10, all that. It's it's happening. Because it's only season one, episode two. We kept it real, man. And, um... Want everybody out there, just stay focused, man. Just stay focused because I I am and I'm I'm excited right now. Um, I got a, I got a YouTube. Uh, I did this show for my man Dwight. As a matter of fact, shout out my man Dwight, my man my man D. You know what I'm saying out there in the Dina, Washington and Lake. Check out New Wave. You know what I mean. The barbershop is there. They got a bar. They got a um, podcast called Shop Talk. And um, your boy, hold up. Let me make sure I, I, I plug I plug this right, cause I don't want I don't want my man's in them. Yo, they these dudes is official. Like I I have fun. I went in. I went in too. Like I went all the way in. All right. So they shit is called famously broke. It's the, it's the new the new wave, and um, it was yo, it was real up in there. Like I had so much fun on their show, and that show's coming out. It should be out now. So it's called um, like I said, my man Dwight New Wave. It's um they got a shit called Shop Talk and it's called Famous Famously Broke. You need a haircut? Let's go to check my man. As a matter of fact, Dwight hook he hooked me up today. You know what I'm saying? Let me show y'all this. Hold up. Mm. Mm. My man Dwight right there, right there. Dwight flies fifty two year old. You ever seen right right here? Usually my man Sonny be be blessing me, but today man I had to do what I had to do. So I seen my man. He was using the turf. And um, Dwight, shout out to Dwight and his whole his whole movement and his whole his whole crew. I had fun fun with them. That show's coming up, and I went in on that show. When I tell y'all I went in, man, those those dudes had me feeling right. They had to do say, and some things was being said, and I was like, you know what? Shots fired, shots fired. On that, shots was fired, and I'm telling y'all, I mean that shots was fired, baby. So. Look out for that interview. It's coming soon. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Um, we got the next ep- episode coming up. It will be the 16th, 2 to the 23rd. And you will be happy because I got some more untold stories. And we got some big jobs. 16th to the 23rd. And right now, man, like I said on the outro, just keep doing what y'all doing. Spread, sp- sp- spread the show. Spread the show, man. Let everybody know. Realest podcast here, and every week we're going to keep hitting you in the head, and I'm telling you, this is only episode two, season one, and it's about to go 
down. I am coming for that crown. I am here. 25 years, blood, set, tears. Everything I speak, check my receipts. Everything I speak, check my receipts. Everything I speak, check my receipts. So I'm going to give a shout out to, of course, my man, Arthur Blank. Change, change my life. Please check out this book, Good Company. People, um, those of you who are seeing this, of course, you can see the table, but those of you just um, listening to this, well, Arthur Blank's book is on there, Good Good Company, because I went to Construction Ready, and I, and I, and I graduated, and I'll never, ever forget that. That was an amazing time in my life, and he, he changed my life with Construction Ready, but allowing me to work with Turner, working with ISEC, you know, working on some major, major jobs. It couldn't have happened unless it was for um, Construction Ready. So shout out to Construction Ready. Um, official, of course, my man E. Ray Brown, Ghetto Physics. Y'all pick that movie up. Y'all have not seen Ghetto Physics. That's mind food right there. Get that Ghetto Physics in your life. Look up for the movie Ghetto Physics. E. Ray Brown, my man. Also, Ice Ice Grill, my first indie. It started everything, man. I wouldn't be nowhere without playing the character Trump. Ice Grill, y'all check that out. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, you can see the trailers. You can see Trump's trailer. I played the character Trump because I was about that paper. That's what, you know, we bought that paper, man. Ice Grill was just official. All about the Benjamins, baby. Shout out to the Benjamins. Keep being magnificent. Keep being marvelous, man. That's what life's, life's about, being magnificent and marvelous, staying healthy and just staying happy, man. Drinking that lemon water, you know, doing everything you got to do, eating them fruits and vegetables, all that. Speaking of eating, man, can y'all stop going live eating? Like, I don't want to see y'all. And y'all eating trash. Like, stop eating trash. If you eating something fly, I got nothing but respect for it. But eating trash and going live, showing me trash, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I I, th- I think it should be like a, a, a rule. Like, somebody should be somewhere like with like a bumper. Like, they should be able to watch you live for like two minutes. And if it's worth it, put it up. But if it's not, just make you think it went up or something. I I, I don't know. But I just don't really do it. But, um... So let me give you a couple of um, something that I'm going to show you a memory today that I wanted to share with y'all from my site. Let me see. Wait till y'all see this memory. My daughter and and I t- today, wait till y'all hear this. Yo, the studio is going to bug out when they, when they hear this too. So on the memories today, yo, it went down. So here it here it is. Well, all, all, well, me, me and my daughter was watching on March 9th. We were watching the game with Bron Bron. We talking about go and go and go heat. That's official. So yeah. So here we go. On March 9th, twenty thirteen, the post says, "Please check out and support my new film, Oz the Great and Powerful. It is an amazing story, and I am a winky." I have to personally show you my pics. I can't post them because, you know, I had to go in the bathroom with the camera, you know, and all that. And I made the camera like four times, but my daughter caught me twice. Man, she's so good. They have us in an eight-man formation at the carriage on the yellow brick road, and she pointed me out. Awesome, little queen. And you got to see it in 3D. Wow. That's amazing today, man. I did that on Sony. I remember in Culver City, I did that on Sony, and um, I had fun doing that. They had us throwing, had us. We had to train for that and everything. We was throwing like we had a war. We was throwing javelins and, but and you know, and my daughter, shout out to my youngest daughter Naomi. 
She's amazing. Let me tell you how amazing she is quickly before I go because we're about to end this. When she was a kid, there was this video I did, I did with um, G-Unit. Well, I did it with Mob, with Mob Deep when it was signed to G-Unit. And it was, the name of the song was called Put Him In A Place. Dun, 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 Infamous up in here. You know how we get down. Is that your girl? She feeling our style. When we come through, we heavy on the waist. When they make a move, we put them in a place. Dun, 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 dun. That shit was banging. So anyway, um, we did that video on um on um on uni- on uni- on Universal's lot. So anyway, so 50 is official because he has a connect with everything. So my daughter, I was watching Fox LA in the morning. This is back like years ago. And she came in the kitchen. I was cooking breakfast for her. And she was like, daddy, you, you on TV, you on TV, daddy, TV, daddy, TV. So I ran into the living room and I'm like, nah, I ain't on no Fox 11 with Jillian and them. So I walked, I walked back in the kitchen and she was like, daddy, you on TV. Like, and I'm like, yo, chill. Like I'm not on TV. And she almost, she gave me this look like, Daddy, like, what are you talking about? You know, on TV, like, so I went back to the TV and I, re- I rewind, I rewound the TV, and guess what? She was right. I was on TV. Guess how she caught me? They, it was New Music Tuesday, New Music Tuesday, and they and they used um, G Unit's new album, and they used me in the promo. Once you sign the release on the video shoot, you're just done. They put me in the promo. For the album, and she caught me in New Music Tuesday on Fox, and it was only like a glimpse. I was like, "Wow!" She showed that was crazy. And she was a kid. Yo, shout out to Naomi, man. She was a baby. That was crazy, man. I never forget that. Yeah, she's 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 official, and she won. Shout out to her basketball championship. Um, yeah, man, she's definitely she won two championships. Um, yeah, she won two. So I'm a, of course I'm gonna flash the pictures, but um yeah man she um she handled that. So um yeah man my daughter's official and she also pointed me out on television and she saw me in Strata Compton. I, t- I took her to see Strata Compton at the Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Mall. She's she's from the hood. She's a she's a she's a Crenshaw baby. Everybody know her man. All up on Forty Third. You heard from Jefferson to Forty Third. You heard. They know what it is. So um so yeah man. Again y'all, we wrapping this up. Man I can't believe it. We at. Episode two, season one. Y'all stay with me every week. I'm going to bring you the realest podcast in the game. I promise you every week we will bring you the realest podcast, the realest stories. We will bring you everything. You tune in. I promise you it's going to keep getting better and better every week. The stories are going to be intense and the untold stories coming are going to be amazing because like I told y'all, I got to do this, man, because dudes is looking in my face and they smiling and they can't and they, and they can't do that. They can't do that, man. They can't do it like that. I'm not the one, bro. I'm not the one. So it's a lot going on, man. But this show right now, I'm putting my heart into it every week. You're going to see it. We're going to you're going to hear it. We're going to keep coming, man. And everybody just keep staying focused. That's the key to life. Focus. Just stay focused. Always remember you can only control you. You can't control a lot of things around you, man. It's just not, it's just not humanly possible. It's just not realistic. So just focus on self, focus on balance, focus on, yo, keeping clean. Godliness is next to cleansiness, man. Got to brush them grills. That's important. And just stay focused, man. That's life. My grandmother always told me, just stay focused. Be thankful for what you got. Don't worry about what you don't have. Stop complaining. Stop crying. Somebody took your situation.
that you think is so bad and they bodied it. They trampled over it. They got the T-shirt to show for it. You can do the same thing. Believe that. I keep trying to tell y'all, I am the true believer. And I am a perfect example you can use. I started from the bottom now. We're here. Whole team started from the bottom now. We're here. And if you stay focused and you do the right things, life will just open up for you and the stars will align. I'm telling you, it's like a hot knife through butter. And I ain't talking about cold butter. I mean warm butter. So that's 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 just it. Just stay focused, man. Because I'm staying focused. So shout out to my man, Dion, the director. Um, everything y'all need, man, you got to hire. I got to hire, man. It's just going down, man. 2023, we here. We here, and I'm not going nowhere. I love you. Love yourself, because I love myself. Always. Peace and love. Freedom, justice, and equality for yourself and whoever you deal with. Let's go. Welcome to the Mr. Real to Real podcast with Mike Kel Stevens, where I keep it all the way real to real. My adrenaline, I will not lose. Battlefield certified, I done paid dues. My adrenaline, my drive nonstop. Street game battle test, spread my name block to block. My adrenaline. Rise to the top, cornbread champion, cream of the crop. My adrenaline pushes me around the clock. Get dough, smoke, throw, swagged out, top notch. Let's go, 2023. I am here to blow the podcast game out the frame. Everything I speak, go to the gram, the top, the tube, and check my receipts. I'm cashing in 25 years, blood, set. Tears. I went from mug shots to head shots. I'm talking about supermax to set.